Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Life's better with American Family Insurance because our home policies help protect your dreams and come with peace of mind. Save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote, find an agent at amfam.com. Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit amfam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Peace in the Washington Examiner today by Byron York. What Benny Thompson did in January of 2005. Benny Thompson is the guy running the January 6th committee. Talking about the 2004 presidential election, which was close. George W. Bush won re-election with 286 electoral votes beating John Kerry. And it was a close election. It came down to Ohio. If you don't remember that, they're counting late into the night. And if Bush won Ohio, he gets a second term. Kerry wins Ohio. He's the next president. I I didn't remember that it was that close and we were counting into the night. But that's the way it worked. Exit polls had showed Kerry with a solid lead in Ohio. Many Democrats and in the press assumed that he would win. In the, would that it were. Would that it were. In the evening, Kerry's top advisor told him, may I be the first to say Mr. President? To John wow. Kerry as they were counting because his internal numbers showed that they, they were going to win Ohio. Excellent ass kicking. Uh, kissing, too. But kicking. Kissing. <laughs> but Kerry's lead, if it ever did actually exist, did not last and as the count continued, Bush took the lead and won Ohio by about 51% to 49%. He prevailed by about 100,000 votes. Then something odd happened, Byron New York writes. Democratic activists claimed that Bush had cheated. First, they accused the Republicans of suppressing the vote. Then they blamed the GOP for long lines. Then some of the more crazies joined in with all kinds of discussion amplified on the Internet about machine maker Diebold and the alleged security flaws in the machines that made them susceptible to hacking and all these different things. Oh, boy. Does any of this sound familiar? Going back to 2004. Then some Democrats in Congress joined the speculation. The leader among them was the late Representative John Conyers, who started an investigation of the allegations less than one month after the election. Democrats were in the minority at the House at the time, so he had limited investigative authority, but... A lead Democrat started an investigation into the voting machines, really with no evidence of wrongdoing, but because it got, it whipped up his people about the 2004 election. Any of this sounding familiar to anyone? Uh, Conyers held a forum on the Ohio situation, filed or filled rather with sus- uh, suspicion and speculation about the election. Maybe the CEO of Diebold, who was a Bush supporter, manipulated the machines to throw the election for the president. Blah 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 blah. Um, all kinds of different 
stuff. But that, uh, but there was nothing to it, and they looked into it, and nobody ever came up with any uh, actual evidence. And you know, again, does that sound familiar at all? Um, in the House, though, um, they continued the investigation and looking into various things, and that's where Representative Bertie Thompson comes in, the guy who's currently chairing as a Democrat the January 6th committee. At the time, Thompson was beginning his seventh term in the House. Jeez, way back then he was in his Wow, third. wait a minute. <laughs> and had become the ranking member of the Homeland Security Committee. He was becoming an influential member of the House, although not as influential as... Uh, as um, uh, Clyburn, some others that they mentioned earlier in this article. Uh, Thompson could have joined the 88 Democrats who voted to recognize the vote in Ohio, or even the 80 Democrats who did not vote. But he did not. Thompson joined the protest that would have overturned a presidential election had it succeeded. He led a protest to not certify the vote out of Ohio based on freaking nothing. Thompson is now chairman of the House January 6th committee. He's now investigating Trump supporters who, in the aftermath of the 2020 election, acted on the base of Internet rumors, wild theorizing, and Republican policy grievances about the conduct of the elections with nothing to uh, back it up. But Bernie Thompson was uh, the lead guy among the Democrats who refused to certify the vote for Ohio back in 2004. 